0: Hey, Kevin. Hey, Jeremy. How's it going? Good. Good, good, good. Yeah.
1: Is there something we're supposed to do?
0: No, I, th- I think we finished everything we were supposed to do.
1: You know, so there's nothing that we were supposed to like, complete or anything?
0: No, I think we're all good. Think
1: we're good? I think no, we did. Nothing to th- stress over? Nothing
0: on my checklist.
1: All right. Okay, well, then I guess we can just probably do the podcast then, Yeah, right? we can start the podcast.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Kevin? Yes. I am burning with rage. Ah,
1: yes. Show me your fire. <laughs> yes.
0: Um uh, to be absolutely specific, I was burning with rage yesterday. Okay. So you know that now I'm flying places instead of driving places all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now you got your G six.
0: Yeah. Um by G six you mean great. G six. No, Bonniak G six. Um anyways. Uh, I think you know this about me. I don't like the way Subway smells.
1: But well, you like the store. No, that's fair. No, there's a lot of things in there.
0: I don't. I don't like the way Subway smells.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sub, Subway stop. eat fresh. Yeah, yeah.
0: Full stop. Don't like him.
1: Subway eat fresh. Smell
0: bad. Yes, eat fresh smells real bad. All right. Um, Is at the airport. Yeah, in Kelowna. Yeah, and. Uh, this person who I was already a little irritated at because they're one of those people when they got through the customs check that took, like, an extra 10 minutes loading up their shit. Oh, yeah. And I had to wait for them. Uh, when they stand in line, they're like, this,
1: this, uh, this, uh, what do you call it, the bin, this bin is for this, and this bin is for this. They're separating yeah, things throughout all the exactly. bins. Exactly. Rather than trying to get fit as many into as few as possible. Right, the,
0: the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Um, so... I was a little irritated, but I was fine. And then I saw them get a Subway sandwich, and I was like, of course I don't like them. They like Subway. <laughs> um, so I was fine, though. I go down. I sit down. And I am in the holy grail position on a plane kevin yeah there's no one beside me nice there's no one across from me nice there's no one in front of me nice and there's no one behind me oh man yeah
1: that, that's the holy cross yeah
0: <laughs> that is the best possible outcome i could ever hope for on a plane
1: yeah the this, that's the that's good
0: yeah but here's the thing there's a couple of people who are sitting beside each other so of course they're gonna move yeah so nobody moves across from me yeah one person moves in front of me but they're courteous enough not to sit directly in front of me they go to the off chair yeah Right. And guess who sits behind me, Kevin? Is it is it Subway guy? It's the Subway woman. Subway woman. Right. And I'm like, okay, I don't like this. I can smell the Subway sandwich. <laughs> it's, it's common etiquette not to bring stinky food on a plane. It's, it's right behind me, isn't it's it? It's right behind me. Yeah. So, but I'm like, okay, it's all right. She's going to eat the sandwich once we're up in the air. Yeah. It's not going to be me an hour of me smelling the sandwich.
1: Eventually, it'll be inside her.
0: Eventually, it'll be inside her, and then I'll probably only smell the aftermath of her sandwich. Yeah. But guess what, Kevin? What? She didn't eat the sandwich. Wait,
1: she just kept it for an hour?
0: Yeah. Who goes to Subway, buys a sandwich, and is just like, hmm, this is for later?
1: Who goes to Subway before a flight and is like, this is for when I get off the plane? Yeah. (laughs) No, what's going to happen is that woman's going to arrive at her destination, which is Calgary. Yeah, she's gonna arrive at Calgary. She's gonna go to the you know the the exit part. There's gonna be someone with a sign, and on it it's gonna say meat and veg. Yeah, she's gonna be like this is for you. <laughs> Mr. She's gonna, Prime Minister. then she's
0: going to turn around, buy another Subway sandwich, <laughs> and get on another plane to infuriate somebody else.
1: Yeah, it's it's like super Uber, except for it's only for Subway sandwiches and people who specifically like Subway sandwiches to be flown on planes first. Yeah. I want my Subway sandwich to be worldly.
0: Yeah, I would like my Subway sandwich to get stale. Oh,
1: I want a sandwich that's been in at least two provinces. <laughs> I want one that crosses time zones, if you get me.
0: I was... I was so legitimately upset that I can't say legitimately properly. (laughs) Um, I I was so upset by this because I was just waiting for somebody else to vomit at that point. I was like, this is my two favorite smells in the world, subway and fresh vomit. That's what's going to be on this plane. Someone's going to smell that subway and they're going to vomit. And it might be me.
1: Oh, man, there's Subway. My vomit. This is the worst. This is the worst. Meanwhile, the person who you vomited on, who was diagonally from you, <laughs> is like, this sucks.
0: Yeah. Man. I'm sure. You know what? I'm pretty sure that the person beside the Subway woman made her move so they didn't have to sit beside a goddamn sandwich.
1: <laughs> well, she sat down, laid it out in front of her on, like, the, the flip-down tray, and she unfolded it, and then it just sat there. Yeah. And just... they're like, are you... Hey, Ma'am, are you gonna, are you gonna eat that?
0: So here, here's my public service announcement, Kevin, because yeah. apparently people don't get it. <laughs> do not bring stinky food on an airplane.
1: See, at least at least do
0: not I'm- bring food on an airplane that might make you stinky.
1: See, at least at least when I go to Subway, I get meatball the meatball marinara, which has like really the most smelly things at subway are all the sauces yeah is when it's like hey you know all those sauces take all of them mix them together give me a gumbo of them sauces and when you take the tzatziki and that one that had the one that's like slightly spicy and the one I want to shake like, my head so hard at all gelatin. of this that
0: they can hear it Kevin that's how hard I want to shake my head
1: yeah yeah. no, no one got that you, you shake your head so fast to get the wind just going by don't blow into the microphone. I
0: did. Uh, Everyone enjoy that horrible ear music. <laughs> and if you can smell it, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Well, hey, we're not doing a topic about airplanes.
0: And we're not even doing a topic
1: about that type of rage. Or subway. Yeah, or subway. Nothing you said will continue on to the rest of this podcast.
0: No, except for my incandescent rage. <laughs>
1: uh, I have fluorescent rage. Oh, great. Yeah. It flickers sometimes and it's green. No. Oh. Just like the Hulk. Oh no! Oh, the Hulk has fluorescent rage. It does have
0: fluorescent <laughs> rage. It's so
1: bad. It's also it's also kind of better for the environment, but really not. Yeah. No, uh, you and you can smash, smash it, it after for some sweet mercury and poison. and die.
0: Yeah, some sweet mercury poison. Yeah. Um. Okay, Kevin, we have a series. Yeah. That we've were, been doing. They were doing for this month. We're doing for Spooktober. For Spooktober, the I,
1: spookiest month of the year. Which I feel
0: like you're more excited for than I am because I'm just filled with rage.
1: Ah, uh, you'll get back into it. I will. I'm not doing anything for uh, <laughs> Halloween. I'll probably just be delivering pizza to high people. Because, got- hey also, hey, speaking of green speaking of green pot's <laughs> now legal in Canada. It's
0: four twenty, twenty four seven.
1: Now I don't smoke marijuana and, and neither ne- do I. And it's never been the legality that stopped me, no. so I don't imagine I'll be starting.
0: <laughs> I I had several um adults in my life that I have to deal with on a regular basis yeah. be like, I'm really worried that more people are gonna start smoking marijuana. And I was like, It's not hard to get marijuana. Literally every anyone who wants to be smoking marijuana already is.
1: Yeah, if you if you were in high school in like 2000 to 2010, you could get pot. Now you can just do it a little bit more openly.
0: Yeah, you well, now you don't have to talk to Levon, <laughs> that creepy guy, also a hairdresser who has good pot deals yeah. that you don't like. Yeah. You- he has
1: good pot deals and bad opinions on the government.
0: That's right. You don't go to talk to LeVon anymore.
1: The, um, uh, I think the first, they, they already had the first, uh, fine for someone, uh, sm- uh, smoking and driving.
0: Oh yeah. It was in Ontario or something. Nope, It
1: was in Winnipeg. Oh, Winnipeg, made... Manitoba Winnipeg. at seven thirty AM. Oh yeah. On top of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, someone was literally sitting in their car smoking. Yeah. And I presume the police officer w- walked up and went, what are you doing? Seriously?
0: I can see your. are It's been boxing. like seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just chill. Uh, yeah, man, I'm chill. <laughs> no, trust me. I'm chill. I'm chill. No. Chill on the Mary J.
1: So th- this, this is our moment where we're going to uh, reveal to everyone that now the third space is a pure weed podcast. Yeah. We're specifically going to only talk about weed. Now, Jeremy, what is your favorite marijuana
0: <laughs> marijuana?
1: What's your favorite marijuana? <laughs>
0: I think my favorite marijuana is that Pineapple Express.
1: All right. <laughs> my uh, favorite marijuana is the El Chibo Gigante. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. I definitely read that off of something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't it just a burrito? I'm
1: pretty sure uh, I said nonsense is what I said. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, congratulations, <laughs> all you potheads. Congratulations,
1: everybody who ordered all your pot off of the uh, albertacannabis.org website. Yeah.
0: And- um Hey, government do something good with this money.
1: <laughs> I think they're I think they're they're thinking that for this first year they're actually going to lose money
0: on this. They might, yeah. But yeah. they'll they'll with the tax stuff it'll it'll recoup eventually. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, a, we, we have a, our weed we have our we have our um series for Spooktober, our creature feature. Yeah. The feature for creatures. Yeah. Uh if you're not a creature, get the Fuck out! No, you can still listen. This isn't. This is, you can still listen. All right,
1: but it. don't talk to us. Yeah, don't let anybody know. Not Do that secretly. anybody talks
0: to us, except for Ethan.
1: <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I mean, after the live show, that that uh, like twelve-year-old kid talked to us. That's true. Yeah,
0: that's true. Thank you, twelve-year-old child, wherever you may be. <laughs>
1: I, I think I know. I I know. Uh, I know who they are. I have a connection. Like, oh, okay, someone else. So, well, I'm
0: gonna keep it vague.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Let's 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 not out a child. Let's not on. out
0: the twelve-year-old that listens to this. And also, also, therefore, is a might cool twelve-year-old. Also, might not be twelve. No, they're might twelve. Be 14. Always twelve. Always twelve. The rest of their life, they're twelve to me <laughs> forever. For yep, that's the information in my brain. Remember that. So we do have a creature, yes, for this feature, and that creature is mummies. Ah, yes, mothers.
1: That, no, the things that Mars needs. No.
0: Mm? Not that type of mummy, Kevin. Oh. Nope. We're talking about the ancient Egyptian toilet paper wrapped bandaged people. (laughs) Okay, so
1: that is very specific. It is. It is very specific. Are they always
0: from Egypt? I don't think so. I just think that in this world, Kevin, people can become mummies if they go through the proper procedure.
1: After they die. Yeah um or depending on well i mean here's the thing let's go through mummies okay original mummy
0: yes original mummy was the mummy with brandon Frazier.
1: <laughs> no i'm going way back man original what? mummy um
0: eve what i made a mummy joke because, no i yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, eve the original mummy yeah yeah okay yeah. all right well her, her kids
1: killed each other so that was not great i mean wasn't a good mother what's up talking about this It's a bad
0: mummy all right, so the original—that's like, where the stigma against mummy started.
1: Yeah, that's where it started. That's where it started. Uh, That—that's that's canon. <laughs> uh, so the original mummy, yeah, from like from like I guess pop culture, uh, was a long dead Egyptian pharaoh, or just I, a person, yeah, I believe pharaoh, pharaoh, um, who was cursed for yeah. some reason. Curse
0: of the pharaoh.
1: Well, actually, it's not very clear. I thought it was I think it's supposed to be that they that like like they're cursed for if anybody disturbs them yeah and if they disturb them they will rise from the grave and kill well, no
0: they curse the people who they're part of the curse of the people who disturb their turn the people who go into the tomb are yeah. cursed yeah and then the, mummy- the pharaoh isn't cursed
1: no yeah that's what i mean like like the pharaoh is the, the pharaoh is their
0: own booby trap yeah <laughs>
1: really what you did is you make yourself your own booby trap
0: yeah you here's what you got to do all right, you're gonna die. I'm gonna remove your brains with this rod through your nose. Got gonna it. Gonna wrap you up and dehydrate you with these bandages. Welcome to HGTV. Gonna, gonna gonna seal you in this fancy box. And now then, you
1: see this. This is a good lacquered pine box. That's right. We've carved a facade of yourself onto the front of it. We then we put gold on it. You know, they say they can't
0: take it with you, but we're going to do our best. (laughs) This will lure in treasure hunters. That's right. If a treasure hunter ever comes to take your hard-earned cash, you will reanimate and destroy them. (laughs) You will rise from the grave like a spirit of hell. And don't worry. Listen to this creak that your coffin will make when the door opens. That's when those
1: would-be tomb hunters know that they're fucked.
0: That's right. Now... Would you like just the mummy package or the included gas trap package? (laughs) Will you fill one with scarabs? That's right. You ever seen scarabs? Those things are freaky. They'll
1: eat your flesh.
0: That's right.
1: Presumably. (laughs) That's what culture has taught me.
0: Join us next week on HDTV Pharaoh's Tomb.
1: (laughs) Flip this tomb.
0: got kevin we should end right now we're not gonna have a better goof than that that was our best goof
1: well i mean there's also of course the show where they go around and be like now this is a this is a uh this is a modern style pyramid yeah it's, you see this tomb it's got a lot of open spaces that's right yeah i know it's very popular now to have uh have tiny tombs as i call them
0: <laughs> yeah for but, space efficiency but eventually you're gonna fill it up with a family uh Yeah, yeah eventually you're going to fill it up with the family, but you do want to avoid property tax, so that's why we've made this a mobile home.
1: <laughs> this is a mobile tomb. <laughs> <laughs> you just hitch a car to it, you drive it down, you're cursing people all down the that's western right. United you can, States.
0: <laughs> you can go to the tomb park and park there, and you don't have to worry about property tax. <laughs> when the police come around, don't worry, rise from the grave, curse them. That's right.
1: You're an undead blight upon humanity. <laughs> what are they going to do?
0: Road trip. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's how mummies work.
0: That is That is exactly how mummies work. <laughs> we just described it. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, mummies are their own booby trap is yes. the decision that we came to. Yeah. Um. Uh, when we go up to, like, The Mummy, you mm. know, the Brendan Fraser uh, miracle on ice. Yeah. Stand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie so much.
0: It, the, the original Mummy is a good movie. It's good Pulp Fiction. Pu- yeah. Pulp
1: Fiction. A good Pulp Adventure. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: it's a good Pulp movie, and it's also a decent horror movie. Yeah. Um, like, th- that movie creeped me out yeah. so much. Yeah. Like when I was a kid. Uh, and it, you know what? It doesn't do it even with the traditional sort of scares. There's like one or two drum scares, but a lot of it is just like strangeness.
1: Well yeah, like when you know when all the boils and when all those things are coming up. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um but in that one, Mummy 2 is good too, but it's much sillier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, M- Mummy 2 is a good dessert for the mummy. If the mummy's the main course. Yeah, Mummy 2 is. Mummy a, 2, yeah. yeah. And, and even even like Mummy th-
0: Whereas the Scorpion King is like an appetizer that you got for free and didn't order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like, you don't mind it. It's yeah. free. It confuses you. But it's okay.
1: And there's a bunch of ones that like follow it and you're not quite sure.
0: Yeah, you're like, why did, Why are we doing nine courses?
1: <laughs> why did they just start putting wrestlers in this one?
0: I'm confused.
1: <laughs> uh, but in that one, there's a guy who slighted the Pharaoh.
0: Yeah, and he was
1: cursed. And he was cursed. To not pass to the afterlife. Which is a... Man, that's a fun curse to put on someone. Yeah, guess what? You're dead,
0: but you can't go anywhere.
1: Well, and also he can cause the apocalypse if he ever rises again. It's true. What kind of nonsense that's is that? That's some
0: bad planning, ancient Egyptians. You
1: will always be in this state between life and death. Also, the apocalypse. Sorry, what? I'm an immortal monster. I'm like I'm an immortal superpowered being.
0: And one day I will rule the world while ending
1: all life? Yes, but we'll be dead. It's essentially environmental. It's essentially like the people who, are, who we know don't care about the environment. Yeah. They're like, yes, yeah, it's, it's good now, but if in the future, oh, God. Oh, this is a future people's problem. <laughs> this is for future Egypt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And by then, we'll have developed anti-mummy technology.
1: <laughs> it's like when you freeze someone and be like, ah, we'll cure them later. That's right. Except for instead, you curse someone being like, ah, we'll deal with them later. <laughs> So that's the mummy, and the mummy, too, is the idea you can get, essentially, you can get cursed to be a mummy. Yeah. Uh, then there's the new mummy. Jimmy, have you seen the new mummy? No,
0: because I thought it looked dumb.
1: <laughs> Fair. I also did not see the mo- the new mummy because I thought it looked dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, we came to an agreement on that.
0: Here's the thing. I do know some people who are really excited about it because they like the idea of a shared horror universe.
1: I I like the idea of – yeah, no, the the dark universe was a cool idea. Yeah. But the more I heard about it, the more I'm like, they're not going to do this good.
0: No. Because they're
1: taking all the monsters and turning them into, like, tortured heroes. Is that what they were trying to do? Yeah. It the, it the, here's what I know about The Mummy. I'm spoiling The Mummy for people who have not seen The Mummy, including myself. Wait, let me spoil enough.
0: them first. Okay. Tom Cruise runs. They tried to make The
1: Mummy sexy, and it didn't work. Well, no, here's the, here's the thing. Here's how that movie ends. Tom Cruise becomes The Mummy. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's supposed to be The Mummy in, like, he was supposed to be The Mummy in the later Dark Universe like, movies, which mm-hmm. aren't being made anymore, because Universal's like, oh, this didn't work.
0: Yeah, oh, we fucked it up. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> oh, beans. Yeah. The, Tom Cruise is sent, like, so they released the mummy in this one, which mm-hmm. was some angry woman um, with, like, split eye things. Yeah. And then, like, because Jacqueline Hyde, or Jackal, is in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is uh, uh, Mr. Knife from... Uh, Man with the the Iron Fists. I mean, I know that's the weird reference to give for Russell Crowe. There he is. There you go. (laughs) My go-to is not Gladiator. No. No, My go-to is Man with the Iron Fists, where he played Mr. Knife. Man with the Iron Mask. No, Man with the Iron Fists. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, Jeremy. No, I know what (laughs) I'm talking about. He played a character called Mr. Knife, who introduced himself by shouting, My name is Mr. Knife! His full name's Jackknife because oh, that movie. that's is, perfect. Because that movie was written by the RZA. Oh, and directed by the RZA. <laughs>
0: I know your feelings on the RZA.
1: <laughs> I, he's enjoying what he's doing, and I appreciate him for it. <laughs> 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 Never listened to any of his music. No, he just seems like he's really having fun. Yeah, why not, right? <laughs> if, you've, if you've got the the gumption, so so I think in that one. The I problem just I just don't know, know enough about it. So what we're going to do, Jeremy, is yes. we're going to make up what the plot to The New Mummy is. Oh, okay. Which, obviously, Tom Cruise runs. Tom Cruise runs. They tried plane, to make the mummy hot. There's a plane scene where she's on a plane. Yeah. So I, I'm going to assume Tom Cruise is running through the desert. Yeah.
0: Okay. Here, here, I'm gonna paint you a word picture. All right. Opening scene of the movie. Credits. The Mummy. Starring Tom Cruise and whoever the fuck is in that movie. Channing Tatum. I don't think so. (laughs) Who cares? He
1: just says names. They're not even in the movie. No.
0: Just saying. Starring those people. (laughs) Henry Kissinger. Russell (laughs) Crowe. Mr. Knife. and tom cruise is running through the desert right he's running through the desert you're like why is he running through this desert and that all of a sudden all the sand's moving around him there's a bit of a sandstorm and he's running he's running and all of a sudden you realize there's a bone plane coming up from the sand all right yeah right And he's running, and he's trying not to be picked up by this bone plane, but Tom Cruise can only run in one direction, straight, so, so he gets caught on the roof of this bone plane, yeah, and it opens up and swallows him, and inside
1: and, the bone plane is Russell crowe
0: that's right. he yeah. wakes up, and Russell Crowe's like, "There's gonna be a mummy <laughs> the mummy is right here and the and then mummy you see is like- right here, and then the- ca- the captain's quarter opens, and the mummy comes out. she's like, "Hello, hello, I'm the mummy." <laughs> Let's go to Los Angeles, because I'm sure that's
1: happened at some point in that movie. Uh, or Probably New, New York. New York. Let's yeah. go to
0: New York. <laughs> that's
1: literally what she says. like, let's go to Los Angeles. I no, heard, you know what? I heard
0: somebody put all my stuff in a museum.
1: <laughs> uh, and I want it back. It's my also, stuff.
0: I'm evil. Also, I'm evil. And then Tom Cruise kisses the mummy because they need sexual tension. Yeah. And then he passes out because the mummy is gross. Well, uh, that's a ha- that's how he becomes
1: the mummy. It's effectively an STD. It is an STD. From, from kissing. Yeah. It's a kiss TD. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the plane crashes and the mummy
1: dies. And now yeah. Tom Cruise is well, and the and mummy.
0: The, mum- the mummy dies because the mummy isn't used to high amounts of carbon dioxide car pollution. <laughs>
1: The, the mummy instantly contracts, like, a new disease. The yeah. mummy gets polio pretty the, much very, Yeah, mummy gets polio
0: by eating a New York hot dog off of a <laughs> hot dog vendor.
1: Because, because they have not gained the uh, any sort of immune system. No. No. In fact, hot dogs are the antithesis of the
0: undead, if you didn't know that. Yeah, just make them eat a hot dog. Yeah. And they'll die immediately. And they'll die. And then Tom Cruise goes to the museum, um, forlorn with the loss of his undead lover, uh and and then in the mirror he sees that he's become a mummy <laughs> the end
1: all wrapped up in bandages yeah that's right yeah that's the new mummy that's... now you don't need to see the movie <laughs> yeah. we just told you what pretty it was pretty sure ours was
0: ours was better we nailed it 100% <laughs> uh. and then at the end there's a stinger where Russell Crowe's like drinking some weird potion
1: <laughs> well yeah. no there's a stinger where he says well guess i better go hide wink. and then <laughs> and then the camera lingers on him for 22 minutes <laughs>
0: <laughs> Slowly pulling out. It pulls out and he's hiding under a bridge. <laughs> and he
1: says, get it, and it cuts to black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst post credit scene. <laughs> so, I don't know. You're that. welcome, Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Make it again. Remake it now. Make it right this time. This is our uh. cut. <laughs> this is the third space cut. So I have no idea what that movie's about so let's no. try to do it based off the ones that we do know yes yeah. so there so those are two different different ones there's a curse you can place around like the mummy for important people but you can also lay I guess a hell curse on people
0: okay this is the way I think we should do it Kim okay man. I think there's a sequence where people can become mummies. I yeah. think it's the same sequence regardless of the circumstances okay whether you're good or you're bad there's a sequence that makes mummies. Yeah, right? But I think there are different places you can put those mummies that determines whether it's good or bad for them. Okay. Right? So there's, like there's the the Pharaoh's tomb where you're uh, your own booby trap. Yeah. And that's when you were a good person. You <laughs> well, get to, you get to guard your own wealth into eternity. And hey, if someone comes comes to get it, you get to have all the fun powers of a mummy until yeah. you get it back and you go back to sleep. And you go back to sleep. But then there's the living hell mummy. Yeah, the living hell mummy gets put in horrible bad places. So, even when they wake up, they're in a shitty place. (laughs) Yeah. They put them in, like, Surrey, B.C. And also, to be very, very clear, the mummy has to try and make the apocalypse happen. Because otherwise, life is horrible for them. Well, that's the living hell mummy. Yeah, that's the living hell mummy.
1: Yeah. It's still a real stupid curse
0: to put on someone. It is a real stupid curse to put on someone. But, like, if if they don't succeed at doing the apocalypse, like... In the first mummy, when he, like, when the mummy first gets, comes back to yeah. life, it does not look pleasant. No. It, right. I, and not, not beyond just, like, looking gross. Like, yeah. it looks like it's a living hell. Yeah. It looks like it pretty, It sucks pretty hard. Yeah. 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 Like, as he gains more power and is closer to, like, having the apocalypse happen, he starts, you know, to become a bald guy. Yeah. But, he has
1: he has to kill all the people who stole from him. And yeah. And he gains full power. Yeah. Yeah, then he becomes a bald guy. Then he becomes a bald guy. Yeah,
0: ultimate bald power. An
1: angry Egyptian bald guy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, yes, that's exactly what he becomes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's also kind of a little horny. Yeah, he uh,
1: he he becomes not Billy Zane. Yeah, but like Billy, Zane. like Billy Zane, <laughs> Billy Zane adjacent. He is. He, yeah, you, <laughs> you become Billy J- Billy Zane adjacent. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I got yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I th- I think that. Um, but in this world, where mummies are a regular thing, yeah, I think mummies are almost like a non-sequitur. Like they, I don't think they even really come into it. Because the only people who are going to try and go and, and steal from mummies yeah. are grave robbers. Yeah, and essentially at that point, you're just hoping that the
1: person you're stealing from didn't have a... Didn't, no one went through the process of doing a mummy curse. Yeah. Like, clearly there the, clearly the thing is that when you if you know the mummy comes back to life, why wouldn't you also put other stuff in there to hide? Yeah. Like, all right. So this guy died. Uh, he was, you know, was a king or something. We're going to turn him into a mummy and then we're just going to put like stuff with him. We don't want anyone to have. Yeah. We're going to we're going to like take the crown jewels of England and put them right there. That's right. Because you can come by and see it you as can. long as you don't take them. You just can't touch them. So, essentially, every single museum has one mummy in yeah, it. Yeah,
0: you don't need museum security guards. You don't need security guards anywhere. You just get mummies.
1: <laughs> you just be like, this mummy is protecting this building.
0: Hi. Welcome to M- Mummy Corp, and our world class leading security system of mummies. Now,
1: how does it work, you may ask? Well, it's quite simple. After you die, we stick a rod up your nose. <laughs> we sh- swirl it around. And we pull it all out, and we put it in these fine mummy corp uh boxes, which we put next to your body, then we put your body in your house.
0: <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of we have chosen select individuals that when they die, they have donated their bodies to guard your shit <laughs> instead of
1: guarding it instead of donating your body to science, you donate your body to security, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah, cl- clearly, useful. this is a capitalist dystopia, Kevin. <laughs> it has to be because otherwise, there's no reason for people to go into mummy tombs to try and steal stuff.
1: <laughs> I mean, yes, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like, is there a reason? Like, if you know 100 percent that like mummies? Well, I guess, well, actually, hang on, I just thought of something. It's uh, it's not even just that uh, that like mummies might exist. Sometimes you just put up a dead body. Yeah. And you're like, oh, is they don't a, know if it's a is mummy it a or, not. or not. <laughs> is that when people put up the stickers for a. Uh, yeah.
0: Warning, there's a dog in this house. There's no dog
1: Or in even that security house. system, where like, you can just get a security system sticker. The, yeah. The, or, or a security system that just beeps at people. Yeah. Or, or, a fake, uh, or a fake camera. Yeah. You just put up a corpse. Yeah. You couldn't go through all like it's a it's a long involved process. To it make is. Someone, like, it's a expensive
0: mummy. to make somebody a mummy.
1: Oh yeah, no, that is that is something for you. you got to get the, all
0: those chemicals right. <laughs> you got to get the nose thing right. You got you got to let some you got to let someone you know. You got to make sure you got a hermetically sealed box.
1: Yeah, like I mean, if 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 you don't preserve that mummy,
0: it's not going to do its job yeah, when and, the time comes. And
1: it's especially hard, you know, up here in Canada. Yeah, yeah, they have to. There's there's technology there to make, <laughs> no.
0: Cause, cause, I mean, well, I, I mean, in the modern day, they just vacuum seal them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're all. They're, <laughs> they're essentially, it's like those. Uh, that when you get like jerky. Yeah. And it's just like wrapped right around it. Exactly. Yeah, it's like that, except for it's you know Greg. <laughs> yeah, it's Greg the mummy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry, Greg's going to protect our stuff. Who's that? That's Greg the mummy, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah on that weird note we should probably go to a commercial sure we can go to a commercial now. this week's episode of the third space is brought to you by the spook and scare yeah it's a hot new product that's right you take your Plastic sheet and run it across the ground. Then you take some water, you spray it on the sheet. If you want it to be real spooky, maybe add some soap. Ooh, scary! That's right. Then, then you just slide across it. How spooky it is! Yeah, that's right. And somebody stands at the end and gets scared with how fast you're coming towards them. This sounds familiar. This isn't a thing before. Remember the Spook and Scare—an entirely original product.
1: Okay, so we have a world full of mummy security systems. Yes. Well, if for people for people who want to take things, always there has to be some way
0: around well, here's the mummy the th- curse. Here, here's the thing. The yeah. hell spawn, like hell curse mummies yeah. will follow you until you die. Well, right? Or so, well, until you mummies. can banish them. No no no. If you can trap, if you can get out of their tomb. Is that the- how would? It- they're trapped in there, Kevin.
1: I, th- I thought the idea is that they, that they, like, the
0: mummy's curse follows you. No, I don't think so. I think, I think those ones are, like, the mummy tries to kill you while you're in the tomb. Okay. But if you get out of the tomb and trap the mummy in there, you're fine. I like the concept here that the mummies are real, but, like, the,
1: that the original mummy's curse of the people who, you know opened that one tomb and they all died, yeah. you know, yeah. died over, you know, 20 years. Yeah. Like human beings do. Yes.
0: <laughs> it was a curse. Can't believe that anvil fell on him. <laughs> well, he did walk by the anvil factory every day. Did you, hey, did you, uh, did you
1: hear? Did you hear that he opened up the tomb of two in Common? And oh, then no. 20 years later, he got cancer and died. Oh, it's a curse. <laughs> it's a curse. <laughs> Yeah, except for like, so mummies are real, but that curse is still not. No. Okay, so literally, is just the mummies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. So yeah. <laughs> so if you can get out of the tomb, i.e. the museum or uh I don't know Rebecca's house,
0: the museum, Rebecca's house, the mausoleum, <laughs> the actual tomb. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Then you then I guess you win. I mean, you get the stuff that you took. Yeah, because because the mummy. I mean, the mummy could try to follow you, and they are you know unrelenting. But you yeah. seal them in. You can seal them in. Yeah, you shut a door.
0: Yep. Then they're going to break that door down. I mean, they are super strong. <laughs> they are very strong. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you can also trap them under the shifting sands of the of the like desert. and yeah. they'll never get to you. Yeah, or Drumheller. <laughs> yes, the shifting <laughs> sands of Drumheller, a local city to Calgary. That's right. Um, I like what, don't I like I, Don't steal them dinosaur. There are bones. a
1: lot of times in this episode where we've read where we've referenced small towns from across Alberta and <laughs> BC and I don't know how much that will translate to any international listeners.
0: Uh Vulcan. Vulcan.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Our, our town named after, not named after Star Trek, named that, and then they're like, oh,
0: Star Trek. We'll own this. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> the town of Vulcan, where they didn't have enough people living there, so they decided to install fiber optic cables before other small towns so people would move there. Yeah, Vulcan, Vulcan's got it down. Vulcan
1: does. They don't. They, they, know know, they know what they are. And at least, Yeah, I know. At least they're like, hey, we're Vulcan. You know, Star Trek. Let's do that. It's better than Swastika, Ontario, it, leaning it, into their name. It's true. Yeah.
0: You don't want to lean into that name. Nope, nope. You, you just accept that's the name of your town. You might you want to get on. a pedi- p- petition to change your name. <laughs> they had saying. that name first. <laughs> yeah, but mm, just because you had something first doesn't mean somebody else can't ruin it, Kevin. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, is that a bowl of mac and cheese that you just made for yourself? <laughs> you like mac and cheese, don't you? <laughs> Let me just put my dick in it. (laughs) Oh, man. My mac and cheese is ruined. Just a sec. I got (laughs) to shave my pubes in your mac and cheese. Why are you doing this? Why are you in my house? Just ruining something for you. Why are you in my tomb? (laughs) Uh,
1: I I swear I'm going to put you under a living hell curse when you die. (laughs) So the living hell curse is definitely, I feel like, something that is pushed by, like, (laughs)
0: right wingers. <laughs> oh yeah. Well no, the thing is is that the hell curse is specifically for people that need to be punished for going against the rules of the society, which I have already said is a dystopian capitalist society. Well, so guess what the hell curse people are? The people who stole from their communists, Kevin. Uh, communists. Yeah, they're communists. Well,
1: I was just thinking that like that, that And the that,
0: apocalypse is just communism. Well, that
1: seems that <laughs> seems like like perfect for the people who um who are like you know, uh, who are the pro- super pro death death penalty? Yeah. We're like ah, we should have death penalty for everything. That's right. Like, they seem like the kind of people who are like, let's put them on a hell curse because they're not thinking ahead. No, they're not.
0: They're not <laughs> thinking ma- about
1: the about society as a whole or future generations. Look, I want as many people under a hell curse as possible. If they do something bad, I think they should live a living hell and then in you know a hundred. 200 years Shoplifting long.
0: should be a federal offense. And I believe
1: we should put them under the mummy hell curse. That's right.
0: But first, they can live in our prison system for the rest of their lives.
1: I think like they cut. That of, is
0: so money inefficient. Why are you <laughs> suggesting that? Vengeance.
1: <laughs> I don't believe in justice. I believe in eye for an eye. So we take their eye out and put it in a jar. That's right. What was in the jar? He had his tongue, his tongue, uh, his heart. No, he was still alive when he was was buried alive. They buried him with scarabs. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. His His tongue, tongue, his eyes. uh, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, tongue, eyes. Probably his penis. (laughs) It was tongue, eyes, eyes, liver, the dick. The dick and balls. (laughs) The two separate. (laughs) The dick and balls. See, the unfortunate thing is because he had to go up to people and like, get his stuff back. Yeah. He got the balls one first, and he's just like, what do I do with this? <laughs> I hate this. Oh, man, they're all shriveled.
0: Oh, dang. I'm not even a bald man yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a bald Egyptian yet. Yeah, What can I be a bald Egyptian?
0: One well, you, well, day, you're fr- I'll be a bald Egyptian man.
1: Well, you're from Toronto, and your name is Fred. So, I assume... One
0: day, I'll be able to use my dick. <laughs> Some man stole my dick. <laughs> Some man stole my dick. And I'm going to get my dick back. Oh, man, this is totally a bad porno in this I don't work, remember
1: that scene from Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. <laughs> where our... <laughs> where our uh, our villain, you know, was going around getting his parts back. He did the thing where he sanded... Sanded yeah, that well, one guy. You, you
0: remember that scene with Ron Jeremy in it, right? <laughs>
1: he's like, "You got my dick." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: hey,
1: you make my dick. Who is that? Ah, uh, just a mummy. Don't worry
0: about it. That's just uh, Imhotep. Imhotep, you know. no worries. <laughs> That's Imhotep, the cursed man. Just be happy that you're not a fine lady, because he's kind of horny. <laughs> but he don't got a dick. Not for now. <laughs> but he does. But he did get his tongue back real fast. That's right. Ladies, <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> we, no, not gross. No, Kneelingus is not gross, but the mummy giving Kneelingus is. <laughs> well, yes, because he has scarabs in his body. Yeah, we've seen that before. You don't want that on your. There was a scene. In that you movie. don't want that on your jewels.
1: There's a scene in that movie <laughs> that I always remember, where a scarab crawls up like with his body. It goes through a hole in his cheek, yeah. and then he just starts eating it. Yeah. And I don't know why that scene makes me laugh every single time I see it. Why'd you
0: do that, man? That scarab was your
1: friend. Because <laughs> he wasn't even, like, right waiting for it. He's just like, oh, something's in my mouth. I'm going to eat it, <laughs> I guess. I'm going to eat it. And I kind of wish that he didn't mean for it to be a scarab. Oh, he's what like, is
0: this? He's just like, oh, was this in my mouth? Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's crunchier than I thought it would be. Oh, servants. Servants, I hate a scarab. <laughs> Bring <laughs> me the water. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh. <laughs> ah, how regal he is! <laughs> truly a king, <laughs>
0: truly a king. Why am I afraid of this guy?
1: <laughs> uh. All right, because he can summon the uh, the signs of the apocalypse. All oh, right, he, the, what is it? The blights of Egypt
0: or something? Yeah, 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 the blights of Egypt. The rivers run red. Kill the firstborn child. Rain and frogs. Yeah, rain and frogs. <laughs> I like how the movie was like, yeah, okay, that did happen, but we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. <laughs> Yeah, they did some of them because there was yeah. locusts.
1: Yeah, There's the boils. Yeah, they made river red, and I yeah. think just fire fell from the sky, and they're like, "Oh man, that's uh, weird." Oh shit. <laughs> anyway, I think they ever got to firstborn sons. Okay, <laughs> I don't I, know. I saying. didn't.
0: I was trying to think of a, a funny response, but I couldn't come up with mm, it. There's not.
1: There's not a really funny response to the murder of firstborn sons. Nope,
0: not really. Nah.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So you have um the uh so you have the mummy security guards. Yeah. You have the living hell mummies which is the worst idea for a punishment, but they do it. But they do it because of course they do. Because it's a dystopian capitalist society as it as it
0: does. Yep. Also, I mean yeah, he's not thinking ahead like, "Oh, no, they'll never come back." Here's the, here's why it's a, a curse that's bad for the communists. They just wanted everyone to be equal, and now they have to destroy the world. <laughs> Look, I just wanted equality between the proletariat. I just wanted the worker class to rise up and seize the means of production.
1: (laughs) And now I have to end existence. That's right. Uh, Karl Marx never. Why would you
0: have to steal from me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that one's not even like stealing from someone. That one is specifically waking them
0: up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, but it's. Wait, does that mean that there's a group of people that go around trying to find these hell spots so they can end the world? I mean, yeah, there's stupid people all over the place, Jeremy. Yay, cultists. <laughs> yeah, there's cultists that go around. I presume
1: that if you put somebody under the hell curse, yeah. you've got to keep an eye on them. You do. Like, I, they're in
0: the Indiana Jones warehouse.
1: <laughs> like, you, you can't do the sort of thing that they did in The Mummy where they're like, We sealed him in a tomb and then made sure everyone forgot about him yeah. in a secret city in the desert. Yeah. Like, don't do
0: that. I mean, that's basically what an ancient Egypt gag order is. <laughs> Just go. Hey, you guys remember? I- shut up! Hey, shut up! Hey,
1: you won't be a living dead, living hell mummy. We will
0: put you with him.
1: <laughs> You'd be right up, right up close to that weird, dickless mummy. Yeah,
0: he'll take your dick. How you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Look, even before he was dead, he was very dick centric. He had some issues. He, we didn't even take off his dick. He did that. What? He did that himself. We were taking his tongue in his eyes, and he was like, okay, wait for a second, and ripped his own dick off. <laughs> no, let me do this. We weren't going to do that. No,
1: we're not monsters. I think one of them was his liver. They had to take out non-essential things. Yeah. His eyes, tongue. Oh, his ears, I think. Uh, no, uh... Isn't it hear, no evil, speak, no evil, see, no evil thing? No, but I don't think that was the idea i think it was just like they just took other things that wouldn't probably kill probably him. his appendix and then they put him in a tomb and they dumped a whole bunch of, bunch of scarabs on him
0: right and they locked it with a book
1: <laughs> well no no they locked it with the same key that unlocked a
0: book oh you're right yeah they were like hmm,
1: jeremy don't be stupid this, they
0: didn't. <laughs> this book has a weird key we'll use this for this too oh no because right you know it's you wait know it's hold re- on
1: jeremy we're, we're we're completely forgot something the what? way he wakes up is that you find him then you read from the book
0: yeah yeah. Yeah, you lock him with a book.
1: Yeah. So there's a book that is locked with that weird flippy thing. Yeah. And then you unlock the book. You read from the book, summoning... They said you just created their own devil. Yep. So so here's what you do the living, the living hell mummies in this world. Yeah. You're like, okay... This person's real bad. Or, I don't know, this person smokes some pot. Yes. (laughs) Which (laughs) we have to punish by living a hell zombie. Because pot is way worse than alcohol. (laughs) We've decided. As a society. (laughs) Uh, You do that. You uh, do all the stuff to them. You cut off their tongue while they're still alive. You cut out their eyes. You uh, put them in a box full of scarabs. You let them rip off their own (laughs) dick. You let them rip off their own dick. (laughs) It's just a thing that happens. Yeah. (laughs) You can't stop it. No, you can't. Uh, <laughs> you put them in a box, fill with scarabs, put all their stuff in like you know tombs. Yeah, uh, shove them into a sarcoph- sarcophagus. The scarabs eat them
0: alive. Yeah, but if they ever come back, don't worry, they've got lots of snacks.
1: <laughs> they do not like the taste of them. No, uh, and then then you, I guess they you read from a book using this magic spell,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then that that same book. ...can bring them back to life. That's right. But then there's another book that can
0: kill them again. That's right. Well, that's the... Ever, you always need to have a panic clause, Kevin. <laughs> Which is the book that can bring, that can put them back. So does one just
1: summon all of the ones in the world? No, it's uh, individual books. Each person has their own book that... Uh, this, I don't think this is a thing that happens a lot, Kevin. <laughs> you don't think this is a library of like, all right, so... <laughs> so
0: uh immotab 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 uh oh uh row three aisle four all right but of course because it's a pulp
1: adventure there's obviously one over there and the other books on the other side that's right they didn't want to put them
0: together no that's that seems like a recipe of disaster what if there's a fire (laughs) you don't want to lose both the book that resurrects him and the book that puts him back no you
1: only lose one of those also, one book's bound in gold, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, both of them are, like, metal books. Oh, yeah, one's, yeah well, one's, like, a dark metal, and the other one's bound in gold. Yeah. This is, one's an evil metal, and really, one's
0: gold. Really, the problem is Which that
1: is that we, the right book. Really, Jeremy, is that we, we sink millions of dollars into this living Which hell. Which is why people need to steal from tombs. <laughs> to fund living hell. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: we should privatize the living hellness of prisoners. Look, if we go into that that metal book library and steal the metal books, we can just sell the metal books. We can't do that. What if somebody wakes one of them up and ends the world? Not my problem. <laughs> we have the other metal book. That's right. Just don't get them mixed up because we forget which one is which. Everyone here can read hieroglyphics, right? I think
1: Book of the Dead... Brings the brings him back, and book of the living sends him back to dead. Supposed to be yeah. the opposite of what you think it is. Yeah, so book of the dead brings him to life, and the book of the living sends him back to dead. Well, because he should be dead. And then the book of the dead can bring up... Wait, that it You can bring him back and forth. You can. <laughs> I mean, really, if you if you can just like, you can use them almost like a weapon. You you get a sarcophagus into somewhere. Yeah. Then you read out. You the You take book.
0: his tongue. Well, no, and you put it in New York. And he flies on his bone plane with Kurt Russell, but catches polio from a hot dog.
1: <laughs> Tom Cruise is just running in circles on a
0: plane. Oh wait, I think I crossed the streams, Kevin. <laughs> you never cross the streams, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Uh, no, Busting no, you, does make him feel good. It Kevin. does.
1: Uh, <laughs> you so you know you take like. One of the undead. Yeah. You put him in a place. Yeah. Like a place you want destroyed. Yeah. Like Rome or something.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, and, or like Pompeii.
1: Yeah, like Pompeii. Yeah. You show him in a volcano. You show him in a volcano. And then he's dead and you're hey. like, all right, let's try that again. Let's, uh, I well, thought it would be cool. We get like a lava mummy. Turns out just melted him. <laughs> so you take
0: another one. <laughs> I thought this would be this cool elemental combination. But it didn't work. <laughs> so <laughs> turns
1: out <laughs> turns out volcanoes are hot. Turns
0: out the volcano's hot.
1: Who knew? And then, and then Vesuvius explodes and destroys, <laughs> destroys Pompeii. Pompeii. And you're like, okay, let's try somewhere else. Then yeah. you go to Rome. <laughs> then, you go to,
0: then you go to Atlantis. You go to Atlantis. Yeah. And you shove into the ocean. Yeah, you put it in the and ocean. He just sinks to the bottom and yeah. bloats. And yeah, you're like, right. didn't work either. Didn't, didn't work. But then Atlantis sinks. A
1: shark ate him. Yeah. And then yeah, then there's a tsunami. But Atlanta a shark sinks. did
0: eat him. That shark turns into a megalodon. Wait, what? <laughs> That's not how this works. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, no you're, t- no, t- no, you're right. Oh, no, you're okay. right. It <laughs> turns into a
1: megalodon. Yeah. Then Jason Statham fights the Megalodon. That's right. Yeah. That's how he and that's how Meg is in the dark universe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is how the Meg is a backdoor pilot uh, into another
1: dark universe. I think my
0: favorite part of this episode is us like saying one thing like two times to be like this is what the world is like and the rest is us just making fun of shit <laughs> well okay <laughs> so you take a take a mummy yeah you drop
1: you somehow sneak that sarcophagus into a city yeah or uh enemy stronghold something like that yeah you read from their living book they mm-hmm. come back to life they're angry they're furious they start destroying everything around them they send their plagues upon the world um well keep in mind though actually where those were is they did not reach the rest of the world yeah they were just in the area around him yeah
0: so they that mummy just decimates that um or devastates that. Make sure like, you research what plagues your mummy has though. It's true. Like if you have the biblical ones, that's going to really cause some problems. <laughs> but if like it's just a plague of boners, like it, it's going to be awkward. <laughs> and who wants to fight when you have a boner? Nobody wants to fight when uh, you have a
1: boner. So this uh, this mummy like uh, <laughs> and devastates... after four
0: hours, they're all going to go to doctors. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> presumably they'll be gone after four hours. If not, then they should see a doctor, yeah uh this is my this is my Viagra mummy, this
0: is my plague boner,
1: everybody, so uh <laughs> they um are bubonic uh- <laughs> and, you, and you wipe out most of Europe, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, or not most of a third of Europe. Join us on the Third Space Alternate World History. Um, so the uh, you, you put a mummy in there. The mummy wakes up, starts destroying this whole place. After it's done, you just read from the other book. Yeah. They go back down again. You seal them up again. Yeah. And then they're ready to go. Because remember, there are two mummies. There are two mummies. <laughs> and they both rose and fall at different times. Yeah. Yeah. They they read from the same book, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah. And they're like, ah, good. <laughs> but in this world, they have separate books. No, no, no. I mean, the same book brought him back the second oh, time, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, they just found him again. Yeah, you can like, bungee
0: jump it. <laughs> yeah, just bungee that. Now you're alive. Now you're dead. Now so, you're alive. Now you're so dead. Now you're alive. Now you're dead. So I
1: can imagine, like, governments and peoples using mummies as essentially tactical weapons. Totally. They're, I, I mean, see, I could see that. No, no, not tactical because you can't control them, but essentially as just, like, widespread destruction. Yeah, it's and chaos. You, yeah, it's yeah cha- then you yeah, chaos shut them down.
0: It's a chaos bomb,
1: for sure. Well, because what you have to do is you have to sneak the, the sarcophagus in, and they have to hide their organs, like, yeah. around the place. Yeah. Which means that if you're just, you know, a, a soldier somewhere,
0: and you, like, walk into a room, and you see... Somebody just holding a dead tongue?
1: <laughs> well, no, but because they're always in
0: jars. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Somebody holding a canopic jar.
1: Yeah. Is that weird really with
0: a cold? I think so. Cool.
1: Um <laughs> pretty sure it's with a K as well, isn't it? No, it's a C. God. <laughs> I all Every time I think of the, I'm like it's got You know Kopesh is what I'm thinking Yeah of. you're thinking you're, you're thinking of a Kopesh I'm thinking of a Kopesh That's a weapon Kevin It is a weapon Yeah uh, But someone's holding one of the jars uh, Or you find a jar And you're like Oh no there's a mummy in here somewhere Yeah We gotta evacuate Mummy They're mummy gonna aboard. wake up
0: a mummy everybody That's a John Cusack movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah They're waking up a mummy I've gotta get my daughter out of here
1: John Cusack did tw- did one movie like that, which was 2012. Yeah, and
0: it made me cry seven times, Kevin,
1: because <laughs> of all the people
0: being like, "I say goodbye to my family." You know, specifically, here's the thing that makes me cry in movies, no yeah. matter what movie it is, Kevin. Yeah, fathers having to leave their daughters behind with dramatic music.
1: <laughs> and that happens seven times.
0: It <laughs> happens so much, <laughs> so much in that movie.
1: I, my biggest memory of that movie is when he's driving a limo through the crumbling streets of a city. I'm like, it's probably not the best vehicle. How does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> it's literally just falling. Like It's like the earth is just crumbling in <laughs> on itself.
0: These boys sure got in trouble today. How did they get here? <laughs>
1: that was a weird part of the movie, yes, where it froze and then it just did Dukes of Hazard. Yeah,
0: and then it just did Dukes of Hazard.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. That, them John Cusack boys sure got themselves in trouble. <laughs> more this than time. one. Yeah, there's two. Starring
0: John Cusack as John
1: Cusack and John Cusack. Yeah, there's one with an H and one that's just J-O-N. And one that has a soft C instead of an S. And there's also Joan Cusack just hanging around in the background. That's right. She's like, hi. Hello. (laughs) I am Joan Cusack.
0: (laughs) That's what she says. That's That's what everyone knows her for. Okay, Kevin, we have a few minutes left in this podcast. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to go over for this world where mummies exist? Okay. Uh, let's go over what we know so far. Mummy security
1: mummy systems. Mummy security systems. Living hell mummies is the worst punishment <laughs> to do for everybody in That's general.
0: Right. And it's a dystopian capitalist society.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, mummies can be used as sort of like uh, like insert them and let them run wild. Yeah, as, I think as weapons. Yeah. I mean, you just you just send a package in. They're like, what's this giant crate for? Boom, mummy inside. Boom, mummy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess there's just a library of metal books. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise
0: running places. Here's a question I have for you: Are mummies called mummies in this world, uh, or are mothers called something different? <laughs> because of how
1: common they are. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine it probably would not be mummy. Yeah, it would be some. It would be like living, uh, not living dead. It would be some word other than mummy. Would it be zombie? Well, no. I'm sure there's some sort of, like, actual Egyptian term yeah. for it that's yeah, not that's true.
0: mummy. Maybe they'd call them mummers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's also another word in the English language, but it's less common. I guess. Yeah. Also, then you could do comedy bits with them, Kevin. Okay. Like You could have a mummers play. Yeah. No, you want to do this? I'm letting you go. <laughs> and that was the joke. That was that. That was, that that. was, that was the joke for theater majors and art yes. history majors.
1: <laughs> just for you guys. Just
0: for you guys. That's all for you. Mm, drink it up,
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen who love history and theater. <laughs> here's a joke made just for you. Here's a very special cocktail I made just for you. And I think it goes something like this: <laughs> mummers play. <laughs> <laughs> uh. okay cool <laughs> um, no I mean they, they would have a different name I don't know what it would be because it's probably being an Egyptian word yeah because the reason the, the reason that I, I still say it probably would originate from Egypt is because they just have an environment that's much much more friendly to mummification yeah
0: the arid area
1: yeah so they would definitely start there yeah and once they figure it out it would spread to other places it definitely would not hit a lot of like the the high northern hemisphere or even like South America. Well I
0: mean I think like high northern hemisphere is not that bad. Like north north the, North uh north places are pretty dry. No, usually. but
1: the problem with tundra mummies is that they they get brittle. frozen in place. Uh, yeah, they're brittle. They're frozen in place. Like they're not as useful as dry <laughs> mummies. That's
0: true. You you don't want them frigid mummies. You only want them dry mummies. Yeah. yeah. Trust me, you definitely don't want them moist mummies.
1: Oh no, they're just, they're all like that's why if you put the mummy in the ocean. All just like bloated and they fall apart. That's right. That's a stinky mummy. <laughs> Unless if they have become and if a ball. There's bald one Egyptian thing I know, man. Kevin.
0: Yeah. You don't put a stinky mummy on an airplane. <laughs> <sighs> Bring them back, huh? Yeah, you went. I went <laughs> off to Mumway,
1: got myself a stinky got myself mummy, a stinky mommy. full of tzatziki sauce.
0: Mm. Brought him on an airplane. Just gonna let it sit there. I noticed one person in the Pacific seemed to be dis- disappointed with my choices. So- <laughs> I made sure to sit close to them to investigate. <laughs> I wanted to figure out exactly what they were thinking. Strangely, they got
1: angrier the longer I was there. and I couldn't figure anything else out. They kept on waiting for me to do something with my mummy. <laughs> I'm No, that mummy wasn't for me. I was bringing it to someone else. That's right. My daughter loves mummies. <laughs> then you arrive at the arrivals in Calgary, and there's someone with a sign that just says, Mummy, with a U. Yeah. And then the mummy comes over, and they're yeah. like, excellent. And they get a new mummy go back <laughs> on the plane. That's right, to go
0: somewhere else. That's a reference
1: that is that is an in-depth reference to a joke that we made <laughs> less than an hour ago, and that's the kind of quality you can expect
0: from the third space. Look, okay, that was a goof fifty minutes in the making, Kevin. <laughs> it's all led up to this moment. That's you right. Got, you got one chance,
1: one opportunity. Mum spaghetti all over the place. Wait, mum spaghetti or mummy spaghetti?
0: Mummy spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Thin noodles thin of noodles a mummy. Of a mummy. <laughs> They're gonna come for that later though, because it's a hell spawn mummy. <laughs> you read from a book, spaghetti rose up and you're like, <laughs> look at that mummy spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> Head sweaty. Mummy Head spaghetti. <laughs> My hands are sweaty. There's mummy spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, one shot, one opportunity Snap to make Mummy Spaghetti. To reality.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> oh there's Mummy Spaghetti. <laughs> oh, God, back to Kevin. The trailer park for Mummy Spaghetti. <laughs> what a mess this podcast is. <laughs> Mummy Spaghetti, Mummy Spaghetti. <laughs> well, the real Mummy Spaghetti, please stand up. Is Mummy Spaghetti just when they take all their bandages off, Kevin? Uh, when they take all the bandages off and then unfurl their bodies like a thousand tiny snakes. Oh, I thought the spaghetti was the bandages. I assumed it was their bodies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we both had different ideas. Truly, everyone has their own mummy spaghetti. <laughs> That's a little mummy spaghetti for all of us. We talked about nothing on this episode. We didn't. We. I don't know if we made a very clear
0: understanding of what we think the mummy world will be like. Well, it's a dystopian capitalist society that uses mummies for security and then also for weapons.
1: (laughs) Which, I mean, security is also a form of weapons. So really, this is a world that's weaponized the dead bodies of human beings. That's right.
0: And they they try
1: to take all their wealth with them so that there's real tombs. Does anybody ever just, like, come up and be like, hey, maybe this is
0: disrespectful to corpses? No. All right. Why would that ever happen in this world, Kevin? (laughs) Well, that person, Kevin, gets a hell curse. (laughs) You get a hell curse. You get a hell curse. I'm going to take your book. I plated it in
1: gold. This makes you die. That's right. (laughs) This one is just plated in what?
0: Generic metal? That's right. Generic brand metal? Look at me. Now look at yourself. You're a mummy. Now look at me again. I have your book. I brought you back to life. Now now look at you. You're killing stuff. Now look at me. I've got a different book. Now look at you. You're running towards me. Now look at me. I killed you with this other book. What is I how do you say heron? <laughs> <laughs> if you liked this episode of the Third Space.
1: Pot is now legal in Canada. <laughs> Neither of us are high. <laughs> 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 but maybe just the maybe just canada's a little bit higher now we're all on fumes it's like uh, in the summer when the smoke got us but now <laughs> now it's
0: a different kind of smoke there's a, just a thin layer of fog over yeah. over the entire life. the haze in calgary is a little bit different than it used to. once be. you cross that 49th parallel yeah <laughs> good uh, if you like that episode of the third place uh third place yep uh, please give us a rating review on iTunes. Uh, we don't advertise anywhere, so that's the only way the podcast will grow. Or tell somebody you think might who might enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk to us, you can do that either individually. Uh, I'm Astron and K. Weir. And I'm at Mighty Fuse. And if you have any suggestions or problems with us, <laughs> you can tweet at us at our shared uh, account uh, at Third Spacecast. And actually, I have a correction oh, yeah? um, from last week. Those vampires that their heads come off yeah. are Malaysian, not Chinese. Oh, all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was I was, I was confused because like, I was pretty sure the Chinese vampires were the hopping ones. Yeah. But, I mean, like, once you get into, like, Malaysia and um, the Philippines and that, there's a bunch of, like, no, like they all have interesting takes on vampires. Yeah, Asian vampires are buck wild. So, thank I you, Ethan, it.
0: for sending me that correction. And if you have a correction, please send us <laughs> a correction. Yeah. <laughs> If you, if you have a correction, send it to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or you can go to our website and leave a comment there, thirdspacepodcast.com, uh, or email us at thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and our theme song is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin and I trick and treat. Yeah, no choices. You get both. That's, That's what we give to you. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place.